Hey all, a few quick updates. With Twitter, or X, increasingly on the fritz, I've created a substack at jaxyaks, that is J-A-X-Y-A-C-K-S dot substack dot com that I'll be using to send out updates about the podcast and my other projects rather than trying to hop on to every new social media that pops up. It and my current social media links will be in the show notes of every episode. Also now linked in the show notes, the interest form for Fanstuck and Problematic Faves episodes is back. If you have a Homestuck fan work or a wonderfully terrible character you want to come on and talk about, fill out the form and I'll see if we can set something up. That's all I have for now. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. And welcome back to, I still keep almost saying Jax does Homestuck, but it's been Live Laugh Stuck for quite a while. <laughs> I am uh, Jackie, aka Jax, pronouns are they, them, and Moosey, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Moosey, pronouns are also they, them. And uh, yeah, we are here to talk about Act 2, where um, shit kind of starts to go down. <laughs> I don't know. Like it does, and then it just doesn't. Yeah. Varying pacing speeds. That's homestuck for you. <laughs> and um, various expositional dumps. Yeah. Like, so in the last one, we read a summary of Act One, but like looking at the summary of Act Two is just way too much mm. to go through. So let me think. What happens yeah. with. John is he is controlled by the wandering vagabond, aka the mayor, mm-hmm. and just kind of does some shit around his house, sometimes attacking imps. Mostly it's Rose throwing refrigerators and safes and bathtubs at imps and uh building the house up because uh is that a gate and there are multiple gates yeah and you find this out because he basically resurrects his grandma in the form of a sprite yes the second prototyping which i've uh written down every time any of these like gameplay elements happen i write down like okay and then this happened and like maybe i'll understand what the heck prototyping does later (laughs) yeah uh yeah you'll definitely figure it out later okay it's like why does the first prototype work but not the i would take stored data or whatever and not the second one i don't know yeah that that does get explained there's no worries there yeah and rose is mostly in the mausoleum until she gets disconnected eventually yeah because everything's on fire so she has to connect to the the generator Mm -hmm. that's near the mausoleum and then the generator goes out yeah I ended up trying to click kind of quickly through a lot of Dave's when he was just kind of in the kitchen doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, you didn't care for his uh, fetch modus? It just, yeah, I have notes on the data structures again. <laughs> <laughs> 
but just like the whole quest of him looking for his brother's discs or something and then just just picking up swords doing stuff just kind of yes which to be fair that's how we got introduced to uh to john yeah but it was at least novel for the first time. <laughs> yeah uh didn't have to really go through that with rose rose was far more mm-hmm. oriented but yeah dave fucking around accidentally kills a bird and mm-hmm. loses his copy of the uh game and has to uh go fight his brother to get his brother's copy mm-hmm. and then we see a mysterious person just appear in john's dream oh wait what happened in john's dream uh he just sees <laughs> a bunch of sh- a-, a bunch of like symbols and clouds and then at the end he sees mm. uh as you put it glasses girl oh okay which gg it's funny we'll just pretend mm. that that's what <laughs> her initial stand for is glasses girl oh yeah <laughs> we also see the wandering mummy man <laughs> yes the wandering mummy the man is what he is classically mayor of called Canton. uh yeah the mayor um well mayor also fucks around a lot sorry can i say yeah, no, so not yeah, we're we're rated explicit. Okay. Uh fucks around with cans. Cans. He's the mayor of Can Town. Explores that weird base thing. And see John on a monitor, tries to type to John. So it's like he's playing John and we're playing the homestuck game. So John's in the double game level inception. Yep. It's <laughs> Uh, only gets more inception from here. Oh, good. <laughs> By observing the homestuck, we affect the homestuck. Oh my god, that, <laughs> sorry, that's actually a fucking thing. Not word for word, but like, that gets said about the epilogues existing. Mm. Like, this is, I, I'm not gonna save this for the end. This is not gonna be a big discourse divergence because you are by far not ready for this because it's the epilogues. <laughs> but there were, the epilogues were very controversial. And one of Hussey's statements was things go bad because you were observing them. And so things have to keep happening and bad things have to happen for the story to progress, which is wrong. Mm. Like that is a storytelling theory, but that's not like how storytelling has to work. But anyway, basically yeah. the observance. <laughs> That the will to continually observe Homestuck uh, is a mm-hmm. concept in Homestuck. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's funny. Let's see. What else? Uh, so, we get that exposition from Grandmother Ghost Sprite Jester. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote down basically everything about the medium in Skya and the Seven Gates that was mentioned. The Incipisphere. Incip- Orbs, spires, riddles. Yep. A lot of things. Um, I hate little Cal. I wrote that down. Do not like his face. Yeah, I mean <laughs> very few people do. Dami, my my editor, is is one of them mm-hmm. who does. <laughs> yeah. It's just I, I hate that face. I don't know what it is. It it's bad. It's bad. Us <laughs> is very good at making things that people dislike on purpose (laughs) yeah so that's well the other thing is um the wandering bandaged person we can call him the mayor wandering vagabond mayor the mayor um starts off a timer in the weird place and then it launches and flies in the sky and then what it looked like to me on the video when i was watching it the flash animation 
I thought that the cylinder shaped ship was also launching the rockets or meteors or whatever that go hit the other parts of Earth, but that's its own thing. Okay. I'm trying to remember if it gets explained better later Mm. in the comic or not. I mean, I guess they do show a meteor coming out of a portal and hitting the volcano. Yeah, but that happens 413 million years ago. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if this was a time-traveling cylinder spaceship with access to John's brain or... That's fair. <laughs> I I don't know. It's why this, this is one of those. Do I know the answer because I've read enough meta on it that it got explained, or do I know the answer because it gets explained in Homestuck? Yeah. Um. I I'm pretty sure it gets explained in Homestuck. Um. And if it doesn't, I know a spot where the explanation is going to make more sense. Okay. So now. Is it spoilery if I ask if more than four disasters happened, or was it just four because of the four kids? So, um, right now on Earth, uh, asteroids are raining down everywhere. Wherever there's a session, definitely, if someone tries to play the mm-hmm. game, like, you know, Rose has mentioned yeah. the other people who tried to play games, like, those are getting a hit with meteors. Um, but mm-hmm. I think also just, like, everywhere is getting hit with meteors. I don't think it's it's specific there okay yeah and that yeah i wrote down like the, the diagrams i saw when the mayor was wandering around and like there's a diagram of basically four circles with a circle in the middle and it looks like maybe these are the four different worlds connecting to one server i don't know <laughs> and then i started also drawing a diagram of like okay rose is john's server dave is going to be rose's server and then like <laughs> those relationship diagrams just to keep it straight <laughs> yeah i mean those are some good notes to take did you take a note on the chalk drawing the mayor did on the wall the planets and stuff yeah. i drew the four planets cool one one's an inky planet one looks like it's inside of a gear the other is like a light planet also in clouds, and then one's a volcano planet, which is also kind of like the volcano. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. <laughs> and an ominous planet with a moon. But I couldn't draw it properly in my notebook. Cool. And also the Homestuck screen, which yeah. <laughs> the four monitors, and it has the parts of the Homestuck logo, and then John's part is like the little Tetris shape with the block, and not like a whole square. And I'm like, is that because he's already teleported? <laughs> some good, Some good thoughts and notes. Okay. that that's where i'm at and then um yeah i just have random notes and thoughts on like characters and the story so far and then just other kind of more meta notes oh yeah do you want to take it from the top and and go through yeah sure so i was thinking of like so far john is still very much a blank slate at least to me kind of seems like a blank slate Mm. you know your standard player character yeah Rose, uh, as you said last time, Rose is overdramatic. I, I agree with you now. Yeah. <laughs> Just from like, oh, she put the W's there or M's or whatever to mock me. And then here I'll replace it and give a receipt. And then she'll put that little pillow under the receipts. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yes. The glasses girl, her chats kind of 
make me feel awkward because it feels like how I used to talk to boys, like overly positively and like supportive of these stupid boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, please like me. I'm going to pretend to give a shit about your stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> and then Dave is currently very annoyingly full of himself and has some sort of weird brother worship slash justification happening. Yeah. <laughs> and then otherwise, I don't know much about the other, like the dad or the mom or the brother or anything else yet. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's fair. We know that dad is uh, a fan of shenanigans. He popped out of those mm-hmm. trick cuffs. Yeah. And just had a cake on hand. Dad is a cool dad. Yeah. What do you think about the four kids? Oh, I can't even. Like, <laughs> like what can I say with the context of Act 2? <laughs> I remember really so rose rose is definitely more how i was as a as a kid Mm. so i really related to rose i loved rose john was okay like you said like especially right now he's kind of a a blank slate of a person like he has like some things that like yes this is a john character trait but it's not as Mm -hmm. much as the others Mm-hmm. And yeah, my first read through, I did not like Dave for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know a very long time, but definitely by this point, I wasn't a huge fan of Dave. Yeah. But, uh, and then Glasses Girl, I just had very little opinion on, except that she was kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> no offense also- to you. <laughs> oh, no. No, I, you know, I'm glad I deleted my live journals and Zangas uh, at some point in my 20s yeah. when I had those as a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to extrapolate on my teenage internet years. That's fair. Does Does John have glasses or does he just have square eyes? No, he has glasses. Okay. A few other random notes. Well, I guess I have the whole story notes I have. So a few things that I was just confused about was like why Rose tried to put the grimoire into the strife specibus and it was like, no, you don't want to do that. And I was wondering if that is relevant for later or not. <laughs> like if she tries to equip it as a weapon, it'll destroy everything. Uh, the concept of the horror terrors are relevant later. Okay. Which I don't think was planned by Hussey at that point because uh, you know I've been reading the notes um, from the uh, the book along with this and mm-hmm. the horror terrors are a callback to uh, Problem Sleuth. There is a lot in early Homestuck that's a callback to Problem Sleuth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I also wrote down Dad's safe combo is o two four nine one three, and I was like. Are these relevant? That's I don't know. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I can't remember how relevant it is in the comic as a whole. But uh, whenever you can fight as John with an imp, whenever you like, uh, mm-hmm. can actually like use the controls and stuff. There is uh, uh I I forget the button you press to unlock a a a, a code console where you can put that code mm-hmm. in. Um, and then John turns into Link, and the imp turns into some weird John-based human centipede-looking thing. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and then dad was collecting newspapers of meteors. So then maybe I'm thinking he knows a little bit more than just nothing, but mm. everything's still very fuzzy. Yep. And lots of information dropped on you in the form of grandma ghost. Yeah. And what are we even doing? <laughs> Guess we're going up, going up to go to some gates and then other gates and then the middle place. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I made a note that the point is for uh, you to go up, but John seems to have a head start because he's like on this precipice, like way above the clouds. Mm -hmm. So okay. I don't know. I just think I I'm not saying that's like a relevant homestuck thing. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, I can see how it's like from a DM's point of view, it's kind of like the adventure is starting, I assume, kind of because he's there. And then I'm assuming the other kids get there as well. I don't really remember one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten a lot since whenever I last read through the first few acts. Which is good. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I didn't remember Rose existed. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> With the the pacing dips, one of the things it also reminds me of as far as DMing is I would like build worlds in Roll20 for my group and then the items and props would be movable. So then basically like they'd be searching for a missing person and then they go into a house and they just start moving things everywhere and then everything stops while they like pull out dirty laundry from a pile and yep. <laughs> investigate different things. It's like, okay, if you... If you give your players stuff to mess with, they're going to just kind of mess with it. Yeah, definitely a thing for Homestuck, especially whenever reader commands are put back in. Like, mm -hmm. the entirety or almost the entirety of uh, the mayor's shenanigan shenanigans yeah. are, like, reader input. Yeah, I, I figured that yeah. seemed pretty much, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. And then I noticed uh, quite a bit of chess imagery this act. Yep. I guess chess will be relevant. Chess will be relevant. What a nerd. I know. <laughs> Fucking data structures and chess. <laughs> and old comedians. Yeah. Now, like, I... I, I enjoy my turn-based strategy games, but I am scared of chess because it's such an old game that I feel like everyone else is going to be way more OP than me with their knowledge. Yeah. So I never got into it. Apparently the um so in the notes the uh chess game that the mayor plays is based off of a chess game by like an actual like mm -hmm. like a famous chess game by uh, yeah. Bobby Fisher. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, I could learn to play some chess on my own, but I don't think I it's it's like when you want to jump into another like video game that's been out for 5 years. I'm like I'm going to just suck at this forever. Yeah, it's like there are so many like known name strategies in chess that it I no, I'm good. Yeah. But I could see it's it's the original real time or turn based strategy game, basically. I'll yeah. just stick to Fire Emblem though. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like having the little interactive bits in the throughout the story has been really charming and i can like see myself if i was like reading this at right as it coming out or if it's brand new and there's a bunch of like always people talking about it and everybody's excited about it like being able to explore john's house would have been really cool being able to play around with the fighting and with the pogoing <laughs> yeah. or whatever those are really cute 
Yeah, no, that's what makes Homestuck like so unique is mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure, it's technically a webcomic, but how many webcomics just have like mini flash games embedded everywhere? Right. And I was kind of wondering about that because for as long as I've been on the internet, I've just never really seen anything else like this, which seems weird. And I don't know maybe if there's been imitations after the fact or what. Have you ever seen or heard of any other kind of really multimedia narrative things? No. Um, the closest I can think of is, oh, what is that comic called? It's like, it's about satellites. Is it a satellite as in like, the machine a satellite or like in the traditional thing that goes around even if it's a a rock the machine Uh, okay it's called uh 177776 um also known as what football will look like in the future so uh, it's speculative yeah it's uh described as a serialized speculative fiction multimedia narrative Mm-hmm. it's interesting it's nothing like homestuck except for the fact that it's weird multimedia stuff mm-hmm. definitely i am gonna note that down it's neat but as far as like something that has like games and stuff in it i'm not aware of any i'm not saying that there's not yeah any the closest is sometimes some some web comics i read will have gifts yeah or you know, if I think of like Homestar Runner, Runner as a whole, like there's games and then animations, but they're not usually like intertwined. Yeah. Yeah, that's really weird. I'm surprised. I mean, surely somebody has like read through Homestuck and is a fan of Homestuck and then went and tried to create their own similar type of webcomic. Oh, or- absolutely. There's uh, fan adventures. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me send you the website. So, yeah, I just sent you the link to this has people making their own fan adventures some are Mm. adjacent to canon some are just completely different i don't know if any of these have their own games i imagine that it's especially hard now that flash is dead yeah but there's definitely some big ones in here sure both good and bad (laughs) yeah it and it is it's still interesting that like i you know, I can't think of any web comments that comics that even just have like video bits like, oh, it's a big scene. Let's do an animation, which I feel like Flash was a really easy tool to learn animation in. Mm. I'm having s- trouble even now finding like a good animation tool that's simple enough to use just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Which is a shame. Flash was such a good gateway into like basic programming and not the programming language basic, but yeah like starting programming and game development and animation yeah another thing i was thinking of while reading it was it would be really weird to have to read this with more realistic timing where you'd have like one page or maybe a few pages and then you'd have to wait for a week two weeks just wait i know there's a pause there's two pauses okay but Yeah. yeah um yeah no so usually there would just be a bunch at once because a lot Mm. of them are just like simple images right yeah um but yes then there would be the pauses and the waiting and the i i got in 
to Homestuck during the last the the Gigapause. Yeah. How long was the Gigapause? The Gigapause was one year. Okay. The Megapause yeah. was I can't do math. Suddenly, April to June. <laughs> okay. Of 2013, and then the Gigapause was from October. 2013 to October uh, 2014. Mm. Yeah. When you think about like modern video games and stuff coming out and media coming out when it gets delayed, that doesn't seem so bad. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I also tried to look up the like a forum archive, but I couldn't really find stuff. Specifically oh, there's no forum archive. 2009, yeah. It um. So I I haven't looked at this up myself, but the way Dami tells me is it went down without notice for maintenance, mm-hmm. and then some shit happened to it, and it was just gone. Mm. So um, the podcast I talked about last time that I still haven't listened through, mm-hmm. but um, uh, Homestuck made this world. Uh, mm-hmm. are looking through the something awful uh forums are still up um so apparently yeah. there was a rivalry between like the actual homestuck msp ms paint adventures forum versus the something awful forum mm-hmm. uh similar to the twitter versus reddit shit that goes on now <laughs> but so if you want to look up that yeah there's stuff there eventually there's a lot of answers on uh, hussy had a forum spring for a while Mm-hmm. But yeah, unfortunately, uh, as far as I'm aware, there's no archive for the forum. Yeah, and I even like looked at archive.org Wayback Machine, and I could get like one page of inside of a forum, but no threads or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Lost. I just wanted to see what it would have been like to be on the forums in 2009. <laughs> no, for real, like. A lot was lost. <laughs> yeah. And I used to have a message board and even that, like, it won't run anymore. I've done nothing with it, but PHP has just changed so much over the years. Like, the page just doesn't even load. It just gives me errors. <laughs> it's like, it's in a database, but yeah. who knows? Do I need all this information? There is a lot of stuff that appears to be archived, though, just from looking up Homestuck archives. Yeah, absolutely. This uh, fandom, especially as much as the Twitter fandom hates it, the the Reddit and Discord fandom are real good about archiving what they have. I think especially mm-hmm. after the forum disappeared. Yeah. I actually, uh, I I know someone, I almost did an episode with someone before I, I put my podcast on hiatus who uh, is doing a fan song archive. Hmm. Yeah, that would be good to keep as well because... Wherever they get posted, I mean, everything, all websites change. I guess YouTube is almost 20 years old now, but even that stuff goes away or gets deleted. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, archives are are really good. Debating if I want to add a discourse disclaimer at the end of this because of archive coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I mentioned a thing in Homestuck. Let me see if there's a discourse disclaimer I need to add, add, to, <laughs> add to the end to talk about because it's Homestuck. I mean, there could be intellectual property archival discourse. But. So there, but the thing, there was active discourse in 20, uh, in 2020. It was one of the reasons I left mm. my podcast and Homestuck for a while. But it just keeps bringing you back. I love Homestuck so much. <laughs> you know what? I'll go through this real quick. Big, big fight between 
uh, Homestuck Discord and Homestuck Twitter. Homestuck Discord is like the 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 main person. The admin is someone who is a typical Reddit person. Like I personally wouldn't want to be friends with him, but that doesn't mean I think he's a terrible person, right? Mm-hmm. But many people think he's a terrible person, and that the Homestuck Discord is terrible and unsalvageable and the worst for a lot of reasons. I'm not going to go into here. It's a lot, and the admin Macon was set like set up an archive of a bunch of shit but then people mm-hmm. got mad because their archive but because their shit was being hosted on an archive run by Macon specifically that it was run by Macon not that it was archived uh, but because who it was run by and everyone okay. was wanting their shit pulled down mm-hmm. and if you didn't want your shit pulled down you were pressured into wanting your shit pulled down because Twitter yeah one person said hey i realize making sucks but like maybe an archive isn't a bad idea everyone took that out of context and they were dogpiled as they seem to do yeah and that and, and this was when i was scheduling my episode with uh with the person who's running the who who has the uh music archive mm-hmm. and so that episode got canceled because it was a bad time to talk about archives in a positive light <laughs> Um, and then I just ended up dropping the podcast after that. Just throw it all on archive.org. Just go upload it there. So that's that's the quick side of if there's a thing, mm-hmm. Homestuck will have a discourse about it. That's Yeah. Well, I'm here to add to the data structure discourse. Good. <laughs> well, before we get into data structures, uh, my last little tidy note here is it looks like John uses Windows 98, it looks like Dave was using Windows XP, and it looks like Rose was using a Mac. So that's my (laughs) operating system insight from those images. Okay, so data structures are meant to store data. Mm -hmm. Last time, I think I talked about John's stack. Yes. And how everything should be working out of the top of the stack, but the overflow was coming out of the other side or something like that. First off, continuing with stack and queue, the thing I noticed this episode is on the back of his cards, when they're doing like the card, looking at the cards for codes and stuff, mm-hmm. the back of his stack and queue card have Philo and FIFO buttons, which do you know what those mean? First in, first out, first in, last out? Yeah. So basically, um, a queue is you're the first person in the line, you're the first person to get to check out at the store. You mm-hmm. know, it's like how a a normal human line works and philo first in last out that's like a pringles can if you're the first one in you're stuck underneath everything else and you have to wait for everything above you to go before you can leave or in other words the last thing that gets put on in the pringles can is the first thing that gets taken out Mm. so with those buttons is like well you're just switching between them i guess Technically, the underlying structure of both of these cards would be something like a linked list or an array, and you just toggle between what kind of (laughs) behavior you want for it. So maybe you can access the wrong side of the the structure if you wanted to. But anyway, the stack and queue, still suspicious about. (laughs) The Rose's binary search tree. She at some point puts an umbrella, I think, in her tree, and then it goes, it populates downwards, and it says, you're going to have a hell of a time accessing that card when you need it. And to which I say, no. <laughs> 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 uh, 
the stack and the queue are restricted access data types, so you're only supposed to access from one area. You only should have access to one thing at a time. A binary search tree, if you want something, you just traverse the tree. You could just go get it. Like, it's not it's not blocking you. It's just a way to store data so that it sorts itself. So I was like, okay, weird. The hash map, and I posted this on my Mastodon as well, and someone else brought one of the same things up as me, but uh, Dave is not as smart as he thinks he is. (laughs) 13-year-old boys never are. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's why I I tell my students who get like um, self-conscious about programming because they think you know all the guys can like act like they know what they're doing but really they're talking about doing if loops back there which is literally something i've heard someone say and really not know anything because you don't do an if loop you have while loops and for loops no yeah you have if then statements yeah those are control flow but they're not loops (laughs) so his default so to use a hash map you need to be able to turn your data into an index in some way, or your key into an index number, which is an integer. Uh, So he has letters, which is like the name of the item that's going to be put in there. And so you see it calculating each time katana, and it does a two for each consonant and a one for each vowel, and then it adds those up, and it does modulus 10 to put it into one of the 10 slots in the inventory. However, first off, Hash tables should be a prime number for a size because that reduces your collisions. Because if you have a number that's not prime, you get a lot of collisions, which happens to Dave quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Also, mapping consonants to two and vowels to one is just a terrible idea in general. If you wanted to do that, I would say map each letter to its own prime number because you that would also help reduce collisions but just like the idea of if you do bob and cat those are going to hash to the same things and you don't want that to happen (laughs) yeah uh sorry i just i have a lot of notes about this (laughs) it's it's great this is this is why you were just like the perfect person to get on for this (laughs) um okay and then every time he wanted to insert something at first it was just bouncing out the old thing i believe and then he turned on detect collisions and then it would just not let you insert the new thing if there was a collision but with a hash table you should have a collision strategy you are trying to store data after all you don't generally want to have a structure to store data that just rejects data so at first i was like where's his collision strategy he turned on collision detection but there's still no strategy, so you should have something like a linear probe or a quadratic probe or a double hash in order to get a new index that is not taken for keys that create the same uh, index. So then he changes his letter mapping from two for consonants, ones to vowels, to Scrabble scoring system, which is still bad, and he's still not a smart 13-year-old boy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> The last thing about data structures I have mentioned here is it would have been cool if Hussey had factored in time complexity of these structures into the usage of them in the comic, but then that would entail like, okay, adding this item, searching for an item in this linked list is less efficient than searching for it in the tree. And I don't know how you do that in a webcomic besides just making your (laughs) flash animation or your GIF run slower to access items in an inventory. Fantastic. Which might be something as pedantic I might 
do in a game or something. You're going to create your own fan adventure just to <laughs> correct data that. structures. Yeah. <laughs> so those were my my detailed data structures notes for the chapter. It's a whole page in my little notebook. Fantastic. But yeah. So what have we learned by the end of this act two? <laughs> Dave's data structure bad. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah um definitely a lot of lore dump in this uh mm-hmm. some explicit lore dump some that you're just yeah. gonna be piecing together for the next couple mm-hmm. of acts yeah very much a jumped in the video game and they're talking about pulselessy and falsy and <laughs> all these things and you're like what Th- yeah. those are from final fantasy games but like okay i just i'm writing down these words so i guess i'll understand them later <laughs> yeah i mean that's not a bad way to do it. You'll get to see which words stick around the whole time that you get really familiar with and which words just disappear and no one mentions again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a, <laughs> I had another note about punch cards. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Dave combines two punch cards to make his pogo hammer. So he John. takes pogo card. Or yeah, John takes the pogo and the hammer cards and puts them on top of each other to generate a pogo hammer. However. I would assume that if you're using punch cards that have information encoded on them about the structure that they're going to create, doing the overlapping is going to have a subtractive effect and not a multiplicative effect. So I also take issue with that. (laughs) I feel like the subtractive one comes up later on, but I could be Mm. misremembering. Yeah. I mean, just the idea of if you're covering one card's holes with another card's holes, you're reducing the data total yeah no whereas if you like fed them in at the same time or something like that could be like you're putting both of them together yeah you'll you'll definitely be exploring that more Woo! more punch cards yeah (laughs) def more punch cards (laughs) well it'll be interesting to see how all the computer stuff plays out and then then i could be mean about it i am I can't wait until we learn about Glasses Girl's fetch modus. Oh, I don't even... Like, I remember seeing her in the comic in the past, but I do not remember what she does <laughs> or yeah, anything. For sure. I'm excited. I We should we should get to her next act, I think. I mm-hmm. always get this shit confused. Uh, like, yeah. after act one, like, I know how act one ends. Everything else is a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Let me skim through my notes too. Sure. Are you aware of uh Ryan North, another webcomic artist? I am not. He does a uh, dinosaur comics. It's the same oh. exact same comic each time, just with the words are different. Mm-hmm. Um I think I saw one on the front page of the Homestuck reader thing. Probably. Yeah. They're friends. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh in that flash at the end the uh, pterodactyl is from one of the dinosaur comics oh okay so i say one of them i'm pretty sure it's the same pterodactyl little easter eggs yeah it's like hi that's my friend i stole his pterodactyl (laughs) (laughs) i put one of my programmer friends in one of my games too i was like this one looks like my friend clarissa also kind of looks like a drawn homestuck character but yeah it's in my game now (laughs) yeah uh yeah just noting that you know we're getting more flash games and these are the first ones i guess you can count like the fights 
that that, mm-hmm. that kids have, but those are more just like like you can't affect the outcome of that. You know, you click on a right. button and it does a thing. Yeah, it just seemed more like a interactive way to view the fight. And yeah, but like this, you can actually like walk around the house and stuff. Yeah, we'll get more of that. I think is that what happens in Act Three? Yeah, there's there's another one coming up. I think it's in Act Three. Um, there's probably more that I'm forgetting because I do forget uh, a lot of the interactive ones. Like I forgot about the about John fighting the imp mm-hmm. in the pogo ride. Yeah. And those are programmed by somebody else. I remember seeing a name as well. Yeah. So it's it's cool that Hussey was able to get, I don't know if they were like all all close friends or just, you know, acquaintances online, but just getting some collaboration going with people they know. Yeah, no, that's that's one of the great things about Homestuck is like the music. He doesn't do any of the music. This is like, you know, Undertale, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Like this is how Toby Fox, Fox. Yeah, got his start is music for Homestuck. And in some of the later flashes, he gets fans to do art mm-hmm. uh, for it. Like the majority of this is done by him and him alone. And he pumps out a bunch of stuff. But like yeah. then they start to they they do add people on like they add um, people for music and for, for coding and stuff. And it's uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's cool stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you think all of the Homestuck fans have migrated to the Undertale fandom? in like the post homestuck era Uh, a lot of them definitely have yeah yeah a lot of them went went straight there with toby fox (laughs) yeah i mean especially if you're a fan of the music like undertale is just Mm -hmm. music so good yeah i a lot of the music has been pretty cool i enjoyed that yeah just overall just such a cool thing yeah uh have you been playing uh deltarune I have not. I played a little bit of Undertale, but that was all kind of spoiled for me out off the get-go with someone, you know, telling me about the different mechanics for fighting. And uh, then I was yeah. trying to be past, like, do the peaceful run. And then it got too hard, and I rage quit, and I never went back to it. Absolutely fair. I did watch a bunch of videos about it, though. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noted is uh, early on, John thinks that the point of the game is saving the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, he expresses that to Rose, and Rose says, perhaps. And I'm just 100% sure in that moment that Rose does not think the point is saving the world. <laughs> yeah, I guess we haven't really mentioned that it, with Glasses Girl, like, clearly she's either psychic or pre-knows things, because she keeps saying stuff. Like, you have a pet cat you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a pet you liked, right? Yes. Anyway, so. What if you could bring your boy cat back? <laughs> Mister. Huh? Mystery. Just imagine my hands kind of unfolding <laughs> out in front of my face. Like, ah, more to find out. Yeah, I I like the I like the build up to the what the fuck is going on here? Because at first it seems like a straightforward game and then it's not. Yeah. And then it seems straightforward again for a while. And then they throw another wrench in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have any shipping thoughts as of yet? About, like, relationships? Yeah. You know, shipping? Uh, I mean, I haven't really gotten the sense that any... I mean, Glasses Girl is clearly kind of being overly nice to both of the boys, and we haven't seen her talk to Rose at all, I don't think. We see her talk to Rose once, because that was the cat conversation. Oh, right, right, right. And that's one of the very few times we see her talk to Rose. Yeah, so, like, and then I don't know if I noticed her also talking in the same way to her. So, possibly not a lesbian. 
Possibly not a lesbian. The homestuck. Possibly just straight. <laughs> well, homestuck is what you make of it as far as sexualities. Yeah. Everyone's asexual, just like me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Go for it. Now it's now it's that's canon. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's how the homestuck fandom works. You've got it. I'm I'm sure as the, the characters interact more, they'll I'll maybe detect something or I'll have my favorites, but at this point I don't really, you know. Dave and Little Cow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an unheard of ship. <laughs> Some real 34s of that ship out there. Oh, especially in my neck of the woods. You would not believe. <laughs> okay, cool. I just... Hussey was mentioning some ships that, that people were clinging on to in the notes mm. by that point in the story. So I figured I'd ask. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had any either. I just like bros. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There was just like a couple list of things that are from Problem Sleuth, like the Horror Terrors. Uh the electric window that shows up in the book of the Horror Terrors, I think. Um, mm. is from Problem Sleuth. And then uh Dave's Shades are a Problem Sleuth callback. Oh, I thought they were glasses from Ben Stiller's face. Yes. Uh they exist in Problem Sleuth and have seen the entirety of the universe okay like throughout all time and yeah it's mm -hmm. not relevant to homestuck but uh yes they are still ben stiller shades in problem sleuth <laughs> okay awesome <laughs> more confirmation that dave and his bro but especially dave are hussy self-inserts <laughs> and his brother yeah great yeah <laughs> uh like the so the Saw comic with the, the Muppet Babies mm -hmm. was something Hussey had just already had made. Did not make that for Homestuck. He just had that and put it in Homestuck. Mm -hmm. Just like uh, Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff yeah. was a comic that he was thinking about making alongside of Homestuck. And then he decided <laughs> to make it part of Homestuck. Mm -hmm. So the kids could have their own self-referential yeah. humor. It was cool that when you click on the Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff comic, the the unofficial readers' UI colors all changed to go along with it. It's so both cool and kills your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like at the bottom, there was the ad spot for a, um, a Project Wonderful ad. Do you remember mm -hmm. how common those Project Wonderful ads were? No, that doesn't even sound familiar. Oh my god. It was this website where like, like a, a lot of like I, I found it because I, I read a shit ton of webcomics back in the day but you could just buy ad spots like you, you could you would put mm -hmm. an ad spot on your thing and um and sell it out and like some of the smaller comics like maybe you'd get like three cents and your ad mm -hmm. would show up there uh, but then maybe people would outbid it and just like or you'd get it for a certain amount of time I don't know I bought an ad for some dumb shit that I was doing at the time for like a whole of two seconds on a webcomic that I liked Mm -hmm. But people did buy out the Project Wonderful ad spots on Homestuck, mm -hmm. like to just say fan shit, like insert character supremacy type shit. Mm. Yeah, it was a really I'm, I might have to. I mean, I assume that it it doesn't exist anymore now that Google AdSense has kind of taken over. But it was like, I don't know. I remember really liking Project Wonderful ads. It just felt very like. I choose to go on this website and I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It says it was shut down in 2018 and created by the guy who did the dinosaur comics. Oh, nice. So 
cool. Hussy hanging out with other nerdy programmers. Classic Hussy. Also, just like, <laughs> I swear to God, at that time, every webcomic artist just knew each other. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Because I found Homestuck because I, well, I mean, like, I knew Homestuck existed, but I actually gave Homestuck a chance because I read Questionable Content, uh, which is made by uh, Jeff Jacks, who, like, like used the, what are the glasses originally from? Rose glasses, the big triangle shades. Uh, Gurren Lagann, is it? I'm not sure. Is it that old? Yeah, it's a, I mean, those, or, those glasses are an anime reference. I thought they were, I, well, I thought Gurren Lagann or Logan was like a newer thing. Didn't that it? just come out in like the 2000s? I have no idea. I I don't know. I, I do not know where like the little devil shades come from. Oh, here we go. No, you're mean. You trips gave me nothing. Yeah, Gurren Lagann. In 2007, web users began using the glasses as an exploitable photoshopping, as an exploitable photoshopping them onto various characters in order to make them look cool. Mm. Uh, the trend peaked around 2009. Huh. Anyway, so like, but people are just putting those glasses on everyone, but mm-hmm. the people who only know them from Homestuck call them like refer like think that they're Homestuck glasses, right? So mm. uh, Jeff Jacks put those glasses on one of his characters in some you know shit post he posted on tumblr and people started shitting on homestuck and he's like hey for one these are no homestuck reference for two andrew hussey is my friend stop being a piece of shit (laughs) oh so i'm like oh if hussey's friends with the creator of questionable content then yeah i'll I'll check that out Mm -hmm. which is how we got back to the main point that my adhd had to brain (laughs) had to get back to of Yes, webcomic artists just knew each other back then. Project Wonderful ads. There we go. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just thought that was a nice touch on the bottom because I missed those Project Wonderful mm-hmm. ads. We get our first look at the Midnight Crew, uh, who you may remember from the intermission that caused you to be too confused and stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, what do you think about the uh, the mixer that you got to play around with with Dave? I oh that was that was also cool to see, but I don't know how to use a mixer, so I pressed some of the buttons and listened to some of the samples, and then I continued on. Yep, fair enough. <laughs> That's how it goes. I don't know how to make anything sound good with this. I'll just continue on. <laughs> fair enough. Oh, so there is a point where ogres start climbing John's house, and I remember mm-hmm. when I was first reading it, the fucking dread I felt, <laughs> like. I I feel he did a good job of building up the tension of just like the imps scampering away and seeing just like not the full ogres but just like a hand mm. or a foot or something. I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I didn't really feel that sense of dread. I was just like, oh, he's gonna have to fight this big thing now. I don't know if he can do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Is he gonna escape or? trebuchet himself into the gate instead i don't know yeah oh uh so when you are the mayor one of the commands is be the imp oh yeah and you know for one that's a callback to john saying be the imp to escape but it's also because everyone thought uh, there not everyone but there was a big theory that uh, the mayor was an imp Mm -hmm. uh and this was hussy making fun of everyone who thought that 
which yeah. is the first of many reader hostilities in Homestuck. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of Homestuck is created from Hussy making fun of the readers. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine if I had a fan work where people embarrassed my work at a con, <laughs> I might be a little salty about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think it was salt. I think it's just Hussy. Mm. Just good old 2009 person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I I like the press tab joke. Yes, I also enjoyed that. They got a, a little snicker from me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? when, you, when you type LOL, but you're actually just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no. Um, besides that, we get our first glance of another character who's going to be more relevant. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the gray people start to message you. Was that in Act 3, maybe? The trolls? Uh, the trolls does not start in Act 3. Again, I forget That's- everything that happens. At some point, in the order. like, one of them starts texting one of the other characters. Yes. There are one, two, three, and a half. I can think of three trolls who start texting the kids off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be a fourth. There's got to be one for each kid as the primary. But then they just mm-hmm. kind of swapped around. Well, that will be a whole other interesting thing to observe. <laughs> Oh, duh, how did I forget about that troll? Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm glad that this would be spoilers to say out loud because <laughs> y'all would make fun of me for forgetting the troll I forgot. It looks like Act 3 is fewer pages than Act 2. Yeah, Act 3 is where the trolls start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's see. Act 3... Uh, fewer pages and fewer words. Well then, that might not take too long to read. Cool, cool, cool. Good shit. I'm I'm really excited. I really love that. Like, obviously, the homestead community made, but just like there are people who make this. This this is so handy to just see how many pages and how many words and shit. Yeah, and the question is, did they manually count the words or did they write a script to do it for them? Which I hope I hope they write a script to do it. <laughs> I mean, can you write a script to do the words in the images? Oh, not the not in the images because um, they definitely at least had to manually count those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for any of the text that's like just part of the web page, you could write a script to read all that. Yeah, I imagine they did that, but um, they did have to manually count because they do have the words and media count. Hmm. Yeah, they could potentially run the image through an OCR library and maybe get text that way, but it's not always um, accurate. Yeah. I'm looking at this overview. We got Act 3, Int, we got 4, then 5-1, and 5-2. We got 6 one 6 2 6 3 6 4 6 5 6 6 one Yeah. 6 6 2 6 6 3 6 6 4 6 6 5 6 6 6 and Act 7. <laughs> and then, I don't know, it says Part 1, 2, 3, 4 at the bottom, so I don't know. Yeah, so those are just larger encapsulations of it. Like, part one, I think, is Acts 1 through 4. Okay. Yes, no, Act 6 is half of Homestuck. Hmm. Because Homestuck's like that. Yeah, that's... It it will be interesting to see how one act turns into (laughs) what kind of narrative structure that has. (laughs) Oh, 
<laughs> it's a structure of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some final notes. So to be clear about what was happening in the uh, animation. Mm-hmm. So the mayor starts out like where he blasts off from is where Rose's house used to be. Okay. And he flies over where the one, the white person wrapped in bandages is. And that's mm-hmm. where John's house used to be. Okay. And then he flies over a mysterious island and we see how that island formed over 430 yeah. million years. Okay. And then we see dad escape. Yes. And the prepping for battle with the brother. Yeah. Uh, just that first part, I think, is a bit less clear. Yeah. And... Oh, just a final thought. I think it's cute that uh, the Firefly uh, talks in Morse code. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, uh, it, it gets translated in the Flash, but um, there's just going to be Morse code that I, I have the the mod or I forget if it's mm-hmm. a mod or if it's part of the thing where it just automatically translates the uh, the Morse code. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, the Firefly talks in, in Morse code. I have thought of tattooing a Morse code reference sheet to my arm before. That's extremely funny. Just to say... Apparently, Hussey's a fucking nerd. Yes, if that wasn't clear by now. <laughs> like, God damn it! do we all like data structures and Morse code? Uh, just wait until you get to, I, I mentioned this before, but all the uh, pool references. Mm. Um, those will start before too long. Yeah, no, Hussey's, Hussey's a fucking nerd. But yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap this up. Sure. Anything you want to plug here at the end? Uh, just go to moosadie.itch.io and look at my video games. Your video games? Ooh, my video games. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. Nice. Then we'll see you uh, probably two weeks, I think is what we're going to end up doing for this. But who knows? Because <laughs> this is being recorded into the, the ether right now. But yeah, see you then. Okay. Thank you to Dami for composing the theme song and editing the episode. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash dominothief. Shout out to our fakest fan tier supporters, Danny the Spoon Lord and Tezrak. You can become a supporter and receive early episodes and bonus content for as little as $1 a month over at ko-fi.com slash jacksyaks or simply give a one-time tip. For information on and links to my other projects, head over to jacksyax.com. Thanks again for listening.